We all have that unconscious side of our brain that most of the time isn't all that helpful. And it loves to hold us back, making us feel fearful and unsafe. Well, it turns out giving that negative side of our brain a name and talking back to it isn't a bad idea. In fact, it may be downright beneficial. Hi there, this is Tiz and welcome to Tiz Talks. Listen, before we get started into this next episode of my podcast, I want to address the elephant in the room and that is, Tiz, where have you been? Yes, it's been a while and I have been inconsistent in my last few podcasts. The truth is, Yes, a few things are going on in my life that has basically taken me away a little bit from doing my podcast. I'm doing a few new things, which I'm really excited about in my life. But also, I am going through a little bit of change, if you will. And that sometimes can, well, allow me to sort of step back and reassess things. And I had to sort of prioritize where this podcast was in sort of the grand scheme of my life. The truth is this podcast really is very important to me. But there were some more important priorities that took place. Listen, everyone says, hey, to run a successful podcast, you need to be consistent, you need to be putting out content every week or every day. And what I believe to be more accurate is that you need to be putting out content that is valuable, content that is authentic, and that might be more helpful rather than just this onslaught of information of just a lot of chatter and a lot of noise. I don't want to contribute to that. If I don't have anything truly worthy to talk to you about? Well, you may not hear from me for a little while. So I hope that you stay with me and I thank you if you are. Because the truth of the matter is, I only really want to speak to you about things that, well, mean something. So let's get on with today's topic. And that is very much about thoughts and how thoughts you know, determine sort of our stage in life and and how we act based on our thoughts. I'm definitely leveling up here in my own sort of how thoughts control me. I feel like I'm getting braver. I've been on this trail now for quite some time and I'm not afraid to sort of put the lens on myself to see sort of where, where am I still self-limiting myself? I mean, we really only have a certain amount of time on this, on this earth. And I really don't want to waste any more of it, just all wrapped up inside my head that stops me from doing the things I really want to do in my life. I need to still, 
Well, change some of those old narratives and those old stories and those old tapes that kind of want to resurface and replay themselves. I know some of my old trauma can still, well, have allow me to have that traumatic response, if you will. And that means acting on life today and in the future based on something negative that happened to me in the past. Now, it's okay to take the lessons, but we certainly can't start playing life safe because now the world is unsafe. So, uh, you know, I can no longer do what I want to do. Queen's University says 6,200 thoughts per day is what we have. 6,200 thoughts that we need to filter through. 80% of them are negative thoughts, while 95% are repetitive thoughts from something that we might be going through from the previous day, our current conditions. We tend to focus on the not so good stuff. And a whopping 97% of our worrisome thoughts are false and baseless. And yet, so many of us, so many people still live their lives based on fear and listening far too intently to those old stories they tell themselves. See, thoughts they're not truths. In fact, thoughts are often downright liars. And what if I told you that it's not, it's not our conditions, but our decisions that rule our life? Because we're always going to have something. We're always going to have some conditions that occur. It's never going to be smooth sailing. So whatever our challenges are, whether they're external or internal or something that's going on in our lives or even just a health issue, whatever it might be. It is our decisions that determine our outcome. This is what I want to talk to you about today. Now, this summer, my daughter and I have been doing something really cool. We're on this Pixar kick and we're watching all the Pixar movies. And my daughter is a film expert and aficionado. I mean, she's studied film. I mean, since since the since I could prop her up as a baby on a sofa and plug in a movie, I was always amazed at how this little child who couldn't even walk yet could sit through a full-length feature Disney film. And she is truly one of the only people that I know in, in my life that has such love for film and stories. So doing this Pixar thing with her has been really, really cool. And oh my gosh, Pixar well, my gosh, their movies are incredible. And if you haven't watched them, these are not just for children. They're for everyone. And you will be blown away by the storyline, by the messages, by the, the sophistication of the animations. 
And not only that, you'll love all the voices and the characters because they're typically actors that you know that are, you know, doing the voice of these various characters. Now, the latest one is called Luca. And if you haven't seen it yet, oh my goodness, you need to watch Luca, especially in what's going on in the world today. Luca will make you feel invigorated, will give you hope, will make you feel really good. It's probably one of the best summer feel-good movies of the year. There are powerful messages of inclusion and following our dreams, of, of feeling that we don't belong, and the stories that we tell ourselves. There's a powerful message where one character, Alberto, tells his friend Luca to silence his inner negative voice and to shut down his doubts by giving those doubts a name, that negative side of him a name, and how Luca then steals himself to become brave. Alberto gives his voice, his negative voice, a name, Bruno, and tells Luca to say Bruno to be quiet. So there is a mantra throughout the movie that says, Silencio Bruno. And that means quieting our inner negative mind. And Luca finds his courage by recognizing that negative inner voice that has Alberto, his friend, has taught him about. This is so powerful. I mean, imagine children getting this message. is brilliant. And the director of Luca, Enrico Casarosa, explains that Luca is a self-limiting and insecure character. And Alberto, his friend, is the one who teaches him to overcome his own imposter syndrome and to change that narrative in his head. To change the story from, you can't do this, something bad will happen, to becoming aware of that inner voice to say, I can do this. And so we all say, silencio Bruno, to our nasty self-limiting thoughts. All children need to learn this early that we are not our negative thoughts. A thought in our head can cause us to feel like the world is a horrible, unsafe place, that we can't do something because something bad will happen to us if we do. Thoughts, just a mere thought, has the ability to raise blood pressure and physical symptoms that affect our entire nervous system. I know this because I have struggled with some mental health issues of anxiety and depression. And I can tell you, my body tells me when I'm going through something really terrible because my entire body is affected. But even worse than that, it does affect our life and the life that we want for ourselves. You know, scientific evidence says that cortisol in our blood, in our body, actually drops 
when we recollect even just a wonderful memory or even think of something really nice that's purely made up, that that is how much our physical body responds to our thoughts. That's how powerful our thoughts can be. So staying stuck in the unconscious, like Luca, well, he just really wanted to explore Italy and ride a Vespa and, you know, he wanted to eat pasta. But he had this negative thought and thoughts that made him uneasy and less confident and downright fearful. As kids, we take those thoughts for real. And we grow up sometimes still believing them. And I love that Luca is a movie that teaches our kids and all of us who watch it that our thoughts are merely thoughts. And not to believe everything we think. We need to get pickier about which thoughts we will indulge in. If, if you think about this just for a moment, we are so picky, us human beings. We're picky. We're picky about the clothes we wear, the food we eat. Oh my gosh, if you're vegan or gluten-free or keto or whatever it is that you're doing, the things we want to watch on television, the cars we drive, just about everything. We are picky people. But what about our thoughts? Shouldn't we, be, shouldn't we all be really picky about that too? And this is why the movie Luca has come at a time that I think the whole world needs because it's been a scary, scary couple of years. It teaches us to be picky about which thoughts we will listen to and believe. I know I get anxious And my thoughts can latch on and roll with it, you know, and then it becomes a bit of an avalanche and it can make things far bigger than they really are, especially if I'm going through something that isn't easy. And in particular, if I'm trying to create or instill change for myself, well, I can get really slow and sloppy because of the thoughts that are interfering with my desire I become less trusting of myself. I become fearful of not knowing the outcome. I kind of want to know how it's all going to turn out, you know. And I can get all wrapped up in the what ifs. What if this happens? Or what if I do this and that happens? Or what if this person lashes out at me? Or blah, 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 blah. I can convince myself of the worst case scenario. It's okay to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But I have been on this trail for a long time now to stop myself from going down these really dark rabbit holes that feels very much like a war zone. And now I have this wonderful mantra called Bruno. So when I do find myself heading towards one of those dark holes, I'm yelling, Silencio Bruno! You know, I came from a long line of worriers and anxious people. Oh my gosh, I think I was trained by the masters of worry. I really was taught by the best. My life has really been a lot about undoing all that was done early in my life. I I think that would be true for all of us. 
My mom, she saw this world as a very scary, frightening place, that everything was danger. I mean, this was a woman who lived through the war. She lived through a lot of trauma. And, oh my gosh, she would pull out the rosary even if I was just going to hop in the car and potentially, you know, go on the highway. My poor mom was so afraid of so much. And she projected those crazy fears onto everyone else. But I understood where they came from. And my mom never knew how to break free from all those self-limiting, fearful thoughts. She lived her entire life scared. I have to be conscious about my thoughts. And I love that I can incorporate Silencio Bruno now when something comes up. Because the reality is I need to call myself on this false information that my brain is coming up with. And I also need to be okay with not knowing. This is a really critical part of letting go of our negative thoughts is really being okay with what might happen. And why is it that our brains just want to go to what might happen that is bad and never really entertain what might happen that is good? We have to actually do that consciously, intently, because our unconscious mind really just wants to grab on the first negative thing possible. Here is why all the things that could go wrong. Here, here's your list. But we have to consciously make the list of all things that could go right. When I was younger, my unconscious, I admit, led me. Even when I was developing awareness, starting to understand, you know, in my early 20s, that, hmm, I've got these negative thoughts. I, even though I started recognizing them, I was still very much controlled by them in the decisions that I was making. I always knew where I stood with my thoughts by the decisions I made. You know, here's the crazy thing. John Hopkins University says our minds don't actually know when something is fake or real. <laughs> now, the dem- dilemma here is for some, all that fake news, well, it feels really real. And that's where we get all tangled up in our thoughts. But the good news is that we can start to feed our minds positive and good and real information that makes us feel good. And our minds will start to believe it. Our minds don't know the difference between a real smile and a fake one. So it makes all sense to start smiling and laughing and having humor. This is big in helping us to not focus on the downside of a thought. In fact, we can rip it apart and, you know, come up with some funny humorous thoughts and make a a mockery out of our negative thoughts. That would be a good fun game. Oh, you silly, nasty thoughts, you. You think you're being so powerful, but I know you're not. We can start to mock it a little. And did you know that we have this wonderful thing called free will. 
Free will is the ability to act without the constraints of our mind, that we can actually intentionally, consciously step out of that pathway and say, no, thank you, negative thoughts. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. Thank you for trying to keep me all boxed into this little tiny box without windows. But I'm actually going to step out and try something. I know it might feel scary, but I'm intentionally going to do something here. It's called free will, that we can actually defy those negative thoughts that are screaming in our heads going, no, don't do it, don't do it, it's scary, it's scary out there. You know, my head can be a real asshole. And I'm sorry for that analogy, but that's really what I like to call my head. And that side of my brain, well, used to be a long time ago in charge of things. And that's why I love the idea of giving that side of our brains a name. Dr. Amon, he is a psychiatrist and brain disorder specialist, and he's the one that does the SPECT brain scans that are now being adopted in psychiatry. Because let's face it, here's an entire side of the medical community that don't actually look at the organ that it treats. And this has been Dr. Almond's, you know, big wake up call to say, hey, we need to actually look at this brain. It's an organ just like the rest of our body. So I love that he does these SPECT brain scans that are now being adopted uh, throughout the world. But he also loved the movie Luca. And he suggests that we give our negative mind a name, much like Luca did in calling his negative thoughts or his negative side of his head, Bruno. He suggests that we absolutely need to talk back to our minds, to our negative thoughts, and to give them a name. I actually have adopted Bruno, and I think my daughter has too. So we actually say it to ourselves sometimes, and we'll say, Silencio, Bruno, when we know that maybe a fearful thought might be cropping up. I have been a proponent of self-talk for a really long time now. I truthfully believe that we must be our greatest advocates, that we must be our coaches, that we must be our own parent, if you will. We, we can't ignore the thoughts. I mean, thoughts come into our heads. We can't control that part of it. Thoughts just show up. And we can't try to just wipe it out or erase it or stop, stop that. We can't think of that. But we must acknowledge it and then make the right decision about it. This is the part that I love so much. Acknowledge it, but then make the right decision decision about it. And that is to say, no, I'm not going to believe your negative thought. Thank you for coming to my attention. But I'm actually going to do counter to what you suggest. (laughs) Look, I've had tremendous amount of therapy in my life. And I'm not ashamed to talk about this. In fact, I am a huge, huge advocate of it. And if I feel like I'm starting to struggle with perhaps even my current challenges, I know that that's starting to trigger some old wounds in my and my unconscious. And if it's true that it is my decisions, not 
my conditions that determine the outcome of my life, then I need to make sure that I'm not listening to the wrong side of me. And sometimes I need help with that. And my gosh, whether, you know, it's therapy or treatment or counseling, whatever, I am a strong advocate to to look after ourselves. Because it's never the conditions, but it's always the decisions that determine our outcome. We're always going to have conditions arise. But the to recognize that, oh, hey, you know what, I have a choice here. And even though the choice, the choices might seem tough, you still have choices. And I can start to choose wiser. But it does mean navigating and dealing with those feelings of anxiousness, because those negative thoughts certainly trigger my body to start feeling like I am out safe, I'm, I'm unsafe. But when I do choose wisely, even though it scares the hell out of me, I am better for it. The truth is, our Bruno side of our brains is just really trying to keep us safe by doing what it wants us to do, and that is to hide, to regress, and to not do anything. And when that happens, well, We're being imprisoned and we're being kept in a cage. And there have been in times in my life where I have felt exactly like that. And I I have regrets for some of the decisions I made that were based on fear, that were limiting because jumping towards what I wanted, what what was lighting my heart on fire, just felt too scary. And so I pulled back and said, no, I think I'll not do that. It's too scary to try. And the more we allow those kind of fears to limit our lives, the smaller our world gets and the less authentic it becomes. The only real true antidote is to say, Silencio, Bruno! And then act with some free will in the face of the unconscious mind. Say, no. I'm not going to let you self-limit me. I'm going to try this. To rise above that trauma response, because let's face it, all of our limitations are a result of something based on something in the past, of something in our minds, of something that's going on. It is fear-based. And all the therapy and treatment and any kind of assistance thankfully is finally getting normalized, are avenues to help us pick up the phone if we need it. But for day to day, it's about talking back to that negative side of our brain and saying, no, silencio, Bruno. Some things I know are, for me, really frightening to implement. So even though I don't want to listen to that negative side of my brain. Oh, I'm still feeling a little stuck because to go towards what I do want, what I do want feels equally frightening to, oh, I got it. And that, that little 
place there can be a really scary place in between knowing that you don't want to listen to your negative brain, but actually too afraid to jump towards what you want for yourself. There's that little space in between. And I can be the tire kicker that needs to, you know, sometimes, well, I have to really research the hell out of stuff sometimes. But then I need to just sort of plug my nose and hold my breath and jump. And I know when I do, I'm always better for it. When we shine a light on our fears and our scary thoughts, that awareness makes us realize these are just thoughts. And it's more painful to stay in those thoughts than to actually try and do what seems so scary to do. But us humans, we wait for when life becomes so difficult and painful. That's when we finally start to instill change. And the more aware we become, the less we wait for that bottom to fall out. And that's, I think, sort of where I am in my life is that, well, I'm no longer going to test life. I kind of know how things are going to turn out now if I keep listening to my negative side of my brain. But you know, the worst form of bullying in this world, in this life that we feel that we experience is how we treat ourselves, the thoughts that beat us up, that make us feel less than, that make us feel like we're not strong enough, that make us feel like we're not courageous enough, that make us feel like we shouldn't do it, we can't do it, we're not worthy of doing it. The thoughts that are controlling us to not live our fullest lives are mean and vicious. We need to make those bad thoughts visitors only and never allow them to take up residence. Because we can't control, as I say, the thoughts that we have. But we can control where we will place our emphasis and focus. I know I have a really strong inner critic. Ugh. We all do, to varying degrees. But I realize now that my inner critic, what it says to me, no longer any of my business. I really try to limit how much I listen to that negative side of my head that tries to tell me, you're not good enough, you're too old, you're too this, you're too that, don't bother. Dealing with Bruno, the asshole in my brain, it lives in shallow, murky waters. And I equate it to taking a shower, you know, mental hygiene is the thing. And it means cleaning up all that sludge that we know isn't true, but that somehow makes us feel like it is. I'm at a stage in my life where I do have regrets about the choices I have made in my life, how Oh, when I, when I look back on my life and there were times when I really wish I believed in myself more, that I could overcome better and quicker and that I was capable of trying, that the pain I was so worried that I was going to feel was nowhere near the amount of pain that I got from staying where I was. But when we start small with these little untrue thoughts, just 
even just tackling the little, little, little ones that come our way every day. That helps us to gather up a little bit of confidence. And not only that, but to stay really conscious and aware of those negative thoughts. When we try to overcome all those pesky, tiny little fears of everyday life, well, we start to build stronger resilience and we build up the courage and the strength to tackle those bigger ones. Doing that helps us to rewire our brains because we know the advantages of neuroplasticity, that it is true that it, it that doing something at repeatedly can actually change the rewiring and structure of our brain. We have amazing minds and we have the ability to change no matter how insurmountable it might feel. We just can't give up on ourselves. Remember that Bruno wants to make you feel icky. (laughs) That the real you just wants to live your best life, you know, and, and, and we all have that wonderful vision of ourselves that's brave and confident and not allowing anything that is holding us back to keep us there. Because my inner asshole in the past has definitely derailed me a few times and I have made decisions that were based on fear. I have walked away from things, of doing things I really wanted for myself. But as I uh, continue to grow older and wiser, I go back to this biggest lesson of life. I think this is the biggest one of all, and that is our decisions, not our conditions, is what determines the outcome of our lives. Our decisions. Imagine we are a big, beautiful ship that has a whole world. It was designed to go out and explore out into the big sea of the world. But, the, but our thoughts continually want to keep the ship all, all tangled up and docked. You know, that is not the purpose of a boat is to keep it on the shore. The purpose is for it to to sail and be out in the waters. And that's the same for us too. We're not not meant to just sit still and, and watch life happen in front of us. We're meant to go out and experience it. And it is that moment of grace when we realize our fearful thoughts are essentially baseless. It's a wonderful realization and all the ruminations of what ifs and how I actually can choose to act despite all those what ifs. The decisions, not the conditions, determine my outcome. And, well, it's about letting go of the outcome too. We, we need to be less concerned about how things are going to turn out. We kind of want that, well, I'm talking about everyone, but me essentially kind of wants to know, okay, how's this going to turn out? Because if it's not going to turn out well, then I'm not going to do it. And I'm, you know, and I start to play that game. But the reality is I also have a lot of experience in my life where, oh my gosh, I could not have imagined the amazing things that happen as a result of taking a few steps forward. Things that were 
way beyond my imagination of wonderful things that have happened to me that have come my way just because I have at least given myself the green light to explore and try. No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one will. It's a quote from Buddha. I love that quote. And it is so true. We have to be the ones to conquer ourselves. So I encourage you to watch Luca. Oh my gosh. It's such an incredible movie. One of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. It makes you well, want to book a trip to Italy, that's for sure, to eat pasta and, and be by the seaside and drive a Vespa. But it will also make you want to name your negative head. Maybe it's Bruno. It will also make you realize to become conscious of the choices that you make and not being driven by fear. That when we see it for what it is, and just like Luca, firmly say, Silencio, Bruno! And then make the right decision to overcome the condition. Oh, now we're living life on our terms. Not the old, traumatized brain that wants to keep us safe from living our best lives. So when I get those thoughts, and I do, and I do often. I try to smile because, you know, my brain doesn't know otherwise. And then I say, Silencio, Bruno. And I lean into those fears and try to make some wiser choices and decisions for myself. Take a chance on life. Take a chance on me. There's a wise old person inside of me that I know every time I try to venture out of my comfort zone applauds me and says, well done, Tiz. Keep going. You can handle whatever comes at you. You have already. And everything is going to be okay. Go watch Luca. It's amazing. So hopefully those are positive thoughts talking about trying to silence our negative thoughts today. Here's to silencing Bruno and waking up that beautiful, wonderful dreamer inside of us. This is Tiz. Hey, thanks for listening in today. If you'd like to contact me or learn more about my speaking services, visit tiztalks.ca. See you next time and make today count.